Welcome to the Aussie Bloggers Podcasts, brought to you by Tan and Amanda. Tan's from Write Your Cancer, and Amanda's from My Office Books, and you can find them both at Blogger Support for All. Join them as they talk about blogging, and as they speak to a variety of Aussie bloggers who share their own stories, secrets, and successes about the world of blogging. And now, here's Tan and Amanda. Hi, I'm Tan from Write Your Cancer. Hi, I'm Amanda from My Office Books. And And we're we're from Aussie Bloggers Podcast. And welcome today to our second part of our Pinterest series, where Amanda's going to be talking about getting a good first impression on Pinterest and how to get more followers. So, Amanda, over to you. Thanks, Tan. Okay, so last week we would have talked about how to set a Pinterest account up, make sure it's a business account. We touch on the fact that that's because analytics, and we're not going to go into that this week about analytics. We'll do that next week. But today we're going to talk about the importance of having a really good first impression. So when people click over to your Pinterest account, you want to make it really attractive for them to linger and spend a bit more time there. So what can you do to ensure that? Well, I'm going to repeat myself from last week. Number one, have a really good, clear profile picture of yourself. So make sure that the picture you use in Pinterest is one that you use on LinkedIn, on Twitter, on your Facebook group page, so that everything's lovely and consistent. The next thing is if you haven't put in a profile or bio of yourself on your Pinterest account, and I will warn you, you're going to hear a couple of clicks here and there in this particular episode because this is how I work best when it comes to explaining it. It's real time and you can follow along with me if you want to open up your page. So that's the other thing. If you haven't opened up your Pinterest account, please feel welcome to go ahead and click over to your your computer or your laptop and open up your Pinterest account so that you can actually follow along with me and do things as I talk this broadcast. So number one, make sure your profile picture is there. Number two, make sure you've actually put a bit of a bio so people know what it is that you do and what information you're going to share. Now we talked about last week making sure it correlates correlates with your website. So the categories that you use on your website, you're going to use the same cover boards on your Pinterest account. Now the one thing I'm going to tell you here is when it comes to creating a board on your Pinterest account, don't get fancy. You want to make sure you get found. So as while it's going to sound, oh, it's really boring just putting down, in our case, um, Aussie Blogger Podcast and just putting Pinterest group boards and blogging for beginners. We're doing this so that when people go looking for information and they're a beginner blogger and they go, oh, blogging for beginners, well, then in the search bar, we're going to show up. So whether your industry be about speaking like Trish or whether it be talking to other mamas with blogging like Jodie Danson or whether you're into social media like um, Cock Marketing is, like Kim, then these are the things you need to think about. What is your focus? So forget about the word keywords because I think that strikes a bit of fear into people. Think about what is your focus and then sit down and make a list of what the categories are on your blog and then match them with all the boards on your page in Pinterest. So how do you make a Pinterest board? I'm just going to treat everybody as if it's like the Pinterest for dummies here, that you have no idea how to proceed. 
Well, what you're going to do is when you look on your page, you can see that there's your name, you can see the information, you'll see that there's no boards yet, there's no pins, there's no likes, followers or following. So what you're going to do is go down and you'll see on your left hand side there's a square that says create a board and there's a plus sign. So what you'll do is you will click on that plus sign and then a big box comes with create a board and in the name you're going to make it like your blog site if you can and put like one of your categories. Um, for us, because we're a podcaster, I've gone with Aussie Bloggers Podcast and then we're going to put all our episodes in there. So if I was to click on that cover page now, I'm going to be able to see that I have Aussie Bloggers Podcast began as an inspirational dream by two Aussie bloggers, Tan and Amanda. And then I'm explaining that we're showcasing Australian talent in the world of blogging and I've put a link to our website and I've also put a couple of hashtags. Now previously hashtags were not picked up by Pinterest but since then they can be used to search for things. So I'll put, pin, I'll put hashtags, two or three is sufficient guys, one's even better but because we have a couple of subjects I'll put podcast, blog and bloggers. So you've got that done and you're going to then have to select what category it's going to be in. Some of you that might be really easy for you to be able to choose because you might be a photographer or you might be in technology but otherwise if that doesn't meet any of the categories that Pinterest gives you pop it into other. Now don't make it secret leave it as no because you want people to find this board but if you want to have a secret board where you want to put like links that you want to go back on or ideas that you love you can actually make up a secret board and do the same thing that we've done previously but put down SEO tips or social media tips or great blog heading ideas and then you can pop it into a secret board and you'd click yes and then nobody else can see that by you or if you've got a secret membership where only certain people are allowed to share that board say you're doing training well then you can put that as a secret board as well and then specify who's allowed to actually access and see that by invite and then you've got at the last one is you've got collaborators. So if you want to be able to join in with some friends and you know that they're really good with quotes and you've named your board about business quotes or blogging quotes, you can invite a couple of your mates who are on Pinterest as well and do a collaborator board. And that's where like with ProBlogger, they've got a Pinterest account and they would have a collaboration board where they invite everybody to go and share different posts. Um, and we'll get into that a little bit more on the episode. So then once you've done all that, you will create it. And But it's going to be an empty board. You'll have the details there, but you don't have a cover. So what do you do in the way of a cover? You have a couple of options. Just remember, whatever your first pin is, the cover is going to be then used as a cover of that particular board. So what I'm going to recommend to you to have a great first impression is that you want to have your own branded cover so that it really is highlighted. It makes a great first impression. People go, wow, this person seems to really know what they're doing on Pinterest. So how do you go about doing it? Well, let's make it really easy for you. The branded solopreneur, she's a US blogger. She has great material and Tan's going to include this in the link for you so you can click over. But she has a whole 
blog article on how to create custom Pinterest board covers. And then if you subscribe with her towards the end, she'll even give you the PowerPoint template. So it makes it so easy. You don't have to know what the, the sizing is. You don't have to worry about any of that. And she gives you about, I think it's about, from memory, there's about six different templates that you can personalize to your particular brand. So you can put your things like your, your logo, your picture, you can put down the title of what it is for the board, and it looks really professional and it doesn't kill you in the sense of when it comes to putting in the time to set it all out. It saves you quite a bit of time. And what's really good about this article that she has here is that it's, it's great. It gives you some really good ideas on how to actually go ahead and and, and picture the actual board cover itself because if you're anything like me, sometimes if you're not really creative, it can seem overwhelming. So she's done all the hard work for you. It's just a matter of clicking, saving, rebranding it to your personal brand, saving it, and then attaching. So you might say, okay, well, how do we attach this to the board? Well, your first pin, so when you click on your board, it's going to come up with the title and the details you've posted. But you'll see down the bottom on the left-hand side, there's a big red plus, like a dot with a white plus. And when you click on that, you can then actually put a pin. So what you're going to do is you're going to save this particular one from your device. So you're going to click on your device and then it comes up with upload a pin and you're going to choose an image. So you're going to make sure that the, the cover board that you've created from the PowerPoint you would have saved it hopefully in another file that you can access easy and then you're going to click on the big red choose image click on the image that you've you've chosen and then you're going to click save now when you do that it's going to go ahead and it's going to ask you for some more information. It's going to ask you about what that pin's about. So what I'd advise you to do is why not then align it to one of the categories in your own blogs? So if you're going to say, um, say you're like Claire, who we just interviewed, who is talking about Claire's life, she might have a category about kombucha. Now, if you don't know what that is, you're going to have to listen over the next couple of weeks to find out what a kombucha is, because Claire will tell you all about it. And she will put down a picture of her kombucha. She's going to talk about what the kombucha is, and then she's going to put a link to her post that she's made regarding that. And then you're going to save it. And when you save it, you've got this personalized cover on that board, and you're also going to have another picture there of a pin linking people back to your website. Now, hey, this is what we're using Pinterest for, guys. We want to make sure that whatever we put on this board is going to link them back to either awesome content that other people have written that you're create, curating, or you're going to be directing them to your website. So make sure that all the boards you make align to a blog post that you've made to your website and when you do your branded cover the first pin for each board you're going to then link it back to your website and so as you progress and you look at your particular site for your Pinterest and you start making your different boards you're going to then have all these links to your website to drive the traffic back to your website so you're going, okay, I've made, maybe you've made five, six categories. So when you first start, try to make at least five or six boards and line each of those to your website. 
So what's next? Well, you want to curate other awesome content. And you might be thinking to yourself, okay, I've got my six boards, but how do I find awesome content? Well, you've got a couple of options. You can click up to the top search bar where you can see the big P and it says search. And you can write down, in my case, I'm talking about Aussie bloggers. So I click that in there. I'm going to see what comes up. Now, I can see there's stuff about travel blogging, talking about going to Fiji. There's something about um, Australian fashion. There's Aussie Bites. So you might want to, if it aligns with your particular boards, you might pick on, well, I've got one about, I'm a food blogger, and I've got about Aussie Bites. So you go, you know, I really like that Aussie Bites. So you'll click on that, and then you'll click, and you'll see a big page of Aussie Bites, and it has all the information, and the rest of it will white it out. But before you go ahead and you pin it, I really would like you to do one or two things. The first thing is click on the actual picture to make sure it takes you to a real link. And that link then comes up with everything you say. So we've got something about Great Aussie Bites, which looks like these Anzac kind of rock cakes. And we can see that that's definitely there. It's got high energy snacks and it shows all this great useful information and it's got a recipe and everything. So we've been able to qualify that yes, this is a real link and it's got great information. So then you're gonna click on save. And when you click on save, it's going to give you the option of what board to put it to. So if you've got something about great Aussie food, then you're going to save it to great Aussie food. But before you do that, on your left hand side you're going to see that there's a picture and underneath there's like a little tool it looks like a little pen and if you click on the pen it highlights the information that's already there now what can you do with this information if there isn't a hashtag or something there to find it what you can do is you can put a hashtag but because you're starting off what would be really really clever is because in the other link you should actually have their page that you've come from, you've checked it, why not have a look at their Pinterest account, click on that, copy their Pinterest URL, the tag area after Pinterest, copy that, and when you go over to your next tab where you've got the picker board and you've gone into the edit, I'm going to encourage you to go at and then paste in their Pinterest URL. Why are we doing this? Because then they're gonna get a notification from their Pinterest account to say, hey, Claire's gone and saved my great Aussie Bickies to their board. Well, I might go over and thank them or they might go over and follow you. And that's where it leads us to being able to connect with and get followers for our Pinterest accounts. Now, look, you might be groaning and saying, oh, this is gonna take a bit of time. But my advice is rather than watching TV, grab yourself a glass of, glass of wine or maybe a cup of coffee and sit. <laughs> and um, sit down for an hour or two and just go ahead and lay out your foundation. Now, you don't have to do this every single time, but when you first start setting up your Pinterest account or if it's been dormant for a while, you want to start telling people that you're active. Now, Amanda, that's absolutely brilliant how you've gone through and done that step by step for us. Uh, I have really enjoyed watching you do this. How often would I actually do it if I've never done it before and I'm just starting out um, because like you said it could be time consuming you don't want someone to feel overwhelmed what would you recommend to people in terms of how many uh, times you would 
do this to engage with someone. Okay. So what I would recommend, each board should have at least five pins. So if you're doing six boards and you do five pins to each board, that would be your beginning point. Now, you don't have to do this all in one setting. You could focus on one board at a time, or maybe you do one pin to each board. Just make it work within your ability. But you, you know, don't stress too much about it. So the first week or two, just focus on getting those five pins. So your first cover board is attached to your website. So you've got one already linked back to you. And just make it the other four pins that you make are to other people. And that's where you use the search tab and you find really good content. So you could just do that one a day for a week or one every few days over two weeks? I would I would probably say, look, if you do at least five pins a day for the first few weeks, um, initially it's going to be at your, your computer because you want to do the at if you can. But if you don't have the time, guys, say if you're like me and you just want to be able to share the content and you're watching TV, what you can do is you can do the search and click on there. So when I go on to, I'll go back to Chocolate Coconut Crunch, um, I will go, right, I don't have the time to do that now, but I like it. And you can click on the box like. And so when you click on like, and then you go back to your main board or your profile board, you're going to then see that there should be, um, that you've made a like. There'll be one there for the like. And what I advise you to do is anything that seems interesting, like it first, pop it into your likes. And when you click on the like, all those boards come up. And when then, when you've got the time and you're sitting at your computer, you can then check the leak and make sure everything's really good and then click unlike. That's a great strategy. I love that. And then that way you're you're using your time. You're not having to do it there and then. You can find things that looks applicable and when you've got the time to sit at the computer, then you can do it all there and you don't have to do the searching plus the other. Mm, mm. So it's a bit like bookmarking the ones that you do like for later and uh, to really go more in-depth and engage. That's exactly right. So the next thing that I'm going to encourage you to do once you go past that point and you've done all your pins is just trying to aim for at least three times a week to do five to 15 pins. Now, why I'm saying that it doesn't take too long. So you can do like when you're sitting in front of TV, you just look around for things that might be appropriate for those six boards and start liking. Um, and then you might find a board idea. So then why not like that and then when you go back, it might be something completely different from all the boards, and that's your cue. But I would also like to ask you that when you do your like, also have a look to see if it's been repinned. Because the content that you want to share on your boards, you want it to be popular. You want to know that people are actually interested in that particular pin. So just make sure it's been repinned. And the more repins, the better that particular pin is going to be to present and save on one of your boards. Because you know if it's been popular before, your followers that you gradually build are going to find it popular as well. And it's going to come up on the search. And just put a hashtag, one hashtag per pin if you can, when you sit at the computer, because then that's going to be easier found by some people as opposed to maybe another pin. So that's a couple of tips in there. So I guess the next point, 10, would be how do you gain followers? That's right. Um, 
Because it's uh, well and good to actually be there and following people, but how do you get them to actually follow you back? Okay, so the first thing you have to do is you have to follow people. They're not going to follow you back. You're not going to get the reciprocation until you follow people. And again, you want to make sure that you're focused. So for us, we're looking for bloggers. So we're going to click in bloggers. And when you click into the search tab with a big P is again, you're going to see there's a whole lot of blocks. They're colorful blocks about fashion, style, lifestyle, planner. And they're all well and good, but you want the next section down where it says all pins, your pins, people and boards. So what I'm going to ask you to do is you're going to click on people. And when you click on people, you're being specific. It's going to show you bloggers who have got Pinterest sport, Pinterest accounts. And then you can go, well, if I'm a fashion blogger, you can look at people and the bloggers and go, you know what? You can be even more specific. You can go fashion and then bloggers. And that's going to bring up all about just that area. And you can like them. I mean, I'd advise you, though, to definitely, when you click on people and you see all these different people, I would click on them on that particular link first to see how many followers. So if I click on fashion bloggers, I can see there's 52.1 thousand followers. Um, they've got 71,000 pins, 79 boards. So they're really active. So of course, I'm going to say, you know what, I'm going to follow them because they're obviously very active. Um, and then you're going to go through and find other bloggers that are going to be specifically, um, they're going to align themselves to your blog. And you just work through. You can go ahead if you like, you're not so fussy. You can just go, well, I know this blogger. I know that blogger. So that's an easy ask. Just one moment. Okay, so we've gone ahead and we've made up some people that we're following. And what I would also advise when you've got some time is you can actually go ahead and you can click on their account and see if there's some really good pins there that you can share on your board. And what you can also do is after you follow them, you can click and you can send them private messages. So if you like a particular pin and you love it, then you can go ahead and message them personally as well. And that's a great way to also connect. So in conclusion, the next thing I will recommend to you is when you have a look and you can see how you're going, don't stress. At the end of the day, have fun. You want to find articles that interest you. So make sure you throw a couple of boards in there that are just for your interests only. When you do your curation for your blogging or for your social media, that's a perfect time too to share some really good articles. So when you're going ahead and saying, I'm going to put this onto my social media, um, Hootsuite or, or Eager or whatever it is you use, you can also then share it to your Pinterest boards. Um, but I think that really is for part two that is significant enough that's enough there for you to have to do um, you can another advice if you're on Facebook or if you're on um, Twitter or if you're on Instagram why not tell everybody on those platforms that hey I've got a Pinterest account why don't you follow me and join me um, let people know make sure that with your website you've actually gone ahead and you've got a, a plug-in that makes it easy for people to pin your posts and make sure when you do your feature images or the images within your blog, your blog post from now on in that they are Pinterest size friendly. And if you do all these things, they are going to organically drive more readers and more traffic to your website. And after all, you know, that is why we're on social media. We want to be able to reach and attract a different audience to maybe 
who's on Facebook and who's on Twitter. Now, part three is going to be all about the nitty gritty. Hopefully, we're going to be able to verify the Pinterest to our WordPress site. We'll be able to have a couple, some analytics coming through, and then I'll be able to take you through the analytics side of your website. Um, of the, the traffic going to your website from Pinterest but you need to have your website verified to be able to access these analytics and it needs to be a business Pinterest account for you to be able to use analytics. Excellent Amanda you are a wealth of knowledge absolutely amazing thank you so much and I'm sure that a lot of the listeners today will be really looking forward to part three next week. I hope so. And if you are on Twitter, we also have a great podcast episode coming up with Keith Keller where he talks about Twitter analytics. Mm. Um, So there's a lot of really good content coming up to all those listening to us. And when we go to ProBlogger, we hope to have even more content. And look, if you're going to ProBlogger and we haven't met you before, can you please just DM us? on our Facebook page or you're welcome to send up a message via our website itself. Um, We would love to connect with you and we will be having a bit of a group meeting on the Saturday after the conference. Um, We will put up a Facebook event and if you'd like to come, look, please tweet me. You can go on Facebook. You can go on our website. We would love to meet you, whether you be somebody that hasn't started blogging yet to somebody that's just beginning or if you're a real if you're a guru and you want to come on our show and share your knowledge, then look, please contact us. Uh, and then the last thing is I've got a big beg. I'm on my knees, Nilly. I, I should actually get on my <laughs> knees and say to the listeners, can you please, please rate and re- review us? We would love to have this being shared with more people. And the best way we can do this on iTunes or Buzzsprout or Stitcher is for you to re- rate and review us. So please spend five minutes to do that. We would be so appreciative and you'd be helping your friends and other bloggers to find us. Well said, Amanda. And thank you so much for being our guest on today's show. Look forward to next week's episode. Thank you, Tim. Okay, bye. bye. We hope that you enjoyed this episode of Aussie Bloggers Podcast. If you would like to become a part of the Aussie Bloggers podcast family and suggest a featured Aussie blogger or just to say day, visit Tan and Amanda at aussiebloggerspodcast.com or at bloggersupportforall.com. If you'd like to leave a review, they would love that too. Keep an ear out for the next Aussie Bloggers podcast coming your way soon.